What's up, everybody? It's your pal, Val, and welcome to our third episode of season two. I'm your host, Val, and I am so excited that y'all are joining me today. We have another wonderful episode coming up with another wonderful guest. I'm sure you all are going to enjoy it. I want to thank everybody who's been sticking along with me through the ride, anybody who's old or new. Um, It really just means the world to me that people are listening in whatever capacity that may be. And I just really want to say thank you. So without further ado, the way we usually begin every show is with a song. And this song is called By Dirt by Jordan Davis. And so I am just going to go ahead and play it for you to all to listen to. And then after it is done, we're going to talk about why we chose that song and get right into the episode. So here is By Dirt. For he turned 80 He was sitting out back in a rocker He said, what you been up to lately? I told him chasing a dollar And in between sips of coffee He poured this wisdom out Said, if you want my two cents On making a dollar count Buy dirt Find the one you can't live without Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground Do what you love, but call it work Throw a little money in the plate at church Send your prayers up and your roots down deep Add a few limbs to your family tree And watch their pencil marks in the grass in the yard all grow up Cause the truth about it is It all goes by real quick You can't buy happiness But you can buy dirt Caught on that ladder Let me tell you what it's all about Find you a few things that matter That you can put a fence around And then he laid it out Buy dirt Find the one you can't live without Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground Do what you love, but call it work And throw a little money in the plate at church Send your prayers up and your roots down deep And add a few limbs to your family tree And watch their pencil marks in the grass in the yard All grow up Cause the truth about it is It all goes by real quick You can't buy happiness But you can buy dirt You can buy dirt Cause he ain't making any more of it So buy dirt Find the one you can't live without Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground Do what you love, but call it work And throw a little money in the plate at church And send your prayers up and your roots down deep Add a few limbs to your family tree Watch their pencil marks in the grass And the yard all grow up Cause the truth about it is It all goes by real quick You can't buy happiness But you can buy dirt Alright, so that was Buy Dirt by Jordan Davis 
featuring Luke Bryan. And I just have to say, before we introduce our guest, that's probably one of the few times that I actually know the song that somebody decides to put on the show. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I just have a specific taste in music, and I definitely like country music. So it's really cool to find somebody who's a kindred spirit. But without further ado, our special guest today is named Kylie Wistran. Say hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're so happy to have you today. Um, it's definitely going to be an interesting conversation. Um, anyway, how are you doing today? I'm great. That's good. Just give the audience a chance to hear your wonderful voice. Oh, yes. That's what they're dying to hear. Oh, 110%. <laughs> Honestly, this has been a very long-awaited episode because you have been a fan of, well, I don't want to say fan of the show. You have been. No, I've been a fan. I've listened to most of them. When I can, I'm listening. That's so kind. Honestly, I don't like to think of the show as having fans because that's just weird and I probably wouldn't be able to do it then. <laughs> but you were one of the people who was instrumental in the foundation of the show. Well, thank you. I've been getting off the ground running and I think that last semester that we were supposed to have you on that we got booked up. There was, it, was, it was a weird semester. But this semester, you're one of the first guests because that's just how special you are. Wow. I'm really honored. <laughs> All right, so we want to give the audience a chance to get to know how amazing you are. And um, part of that is the crazy life path you have decided for yourself, which, I mean, it's crazy to me only because that's not my chosen <laughs> life decision. No, but, it's, it's crazy. But So why don't you talk about what your major is? Um, so I am a biomedical engineering major with a math minor. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. I, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like, it is a lot. Do we know the amount of credits that that amounts to? 137, I think. Is that including the minor? Yes, the minor is built into the major. But if I want to do an oh. extra minor, it's going to be more than that. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So before we get into why you chose it, let's just talk about like being at Fairfield University. How many people have this major on campus? Um, in our class, class of 2026, I think I'm one of eight and that number is dropping by the semester wow and we are a class of like 1200 yeah it's it's around eight to 12 every semester there's that many of us okay and the school of engineering you mean like class year wise or just college wise class year so there'll be like 30 to 40 every like year basically okay and then, so I guess 40 would be the beginning of the year, 30 would be the end of the yeah. year. Okay, okay. People don't last very long. So what's it like navigating being in the School of Engineering? Obviously, there's a lot more people than just those 40, okay, at the largest. What's it like being that small percentage of people, especially people who are being so high-achieving in amongst the school that you're in? Yeah, I think we make up, like, 10% of the School of Engineering, like, Either it's like, it's like five to 10%. I don't know exactly. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of engineers. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at the business school and like the nursing school, obviously we're so much, um, like we're so much smaller than those schools. It is a small school on campus. Yeah. It's it's like a wing (laughs) on the ground floor of, I mean, on like the first floor of Bano. So it's not even like Mm -hmm. we get our own building. But yet you guys seem to me to be, you know top percentage of the university in and of itself because you have to be so intelligent to even get accepted into the School of Engineering here, you know, versus maybe the College of Arts and Sciences. I mean, still prestigious, but at the same time, there's that added layer of being good at things and not even, you know, just good in general, but math and science specifically. You really have to have taken courses before and demonstrate that you are able to succeed here. Yeah, no, you definitely have to come in with 
basis of knowledge. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to like, get into the school, and then it's another thing to like go through the school because like most people, I would say most people can get in. I just don't think everyone has the like determination to right. actually like stick with it. No, that's true. But I also think that there's you know something to be said for people who do stick with it and who say this is something that I really want and passionate about it and I know that ultimately it's temporary Mm -hmm. because when you're in the thick of it you're like this is never going to be over this sucks but ultimately so why don't we talk about what you're planning to do Mm -hmm. with your biomedical engineering degree yeah so that one's still up in the works Mm because there's so like there's so many different paths I can take but I definitely know I will be going into research and the goal made the goal is to cure some disease or help with the curing of some disease someday. That's amazing. So that's that's the plan. But it's just how yeah. I get there is going to be. It's different for everyone. For sure. And I think that the nature of research is that you're working on a project for a certain amount of time and then you're pivoting constantly. New things come out. Maybe somebody yeah. else did something. And then so your whole path has changed because of that or for sure. So do you have like a specific disease that you're curious about or you're not sure? Still still deciding. Um, mm-hmm. Cancer research has definitely... Like, I know I want to do something revolving around cells. So, mm-hmm. like, cancer cells are definitely a big interest for me. For sure. And that's so multifaceted, too, because there's so many different types of There's cancer. so much you can do with it, yeah. It's and so there's true. so many people doing research now that, like, it's not like I'm, like, alone in this field by myself. Like, there's so many other people, like, doing it, too. For sure. There's definitely people that you can find and... Mm. I think that it's interesting how we have some types of cancer which are more popular than I mean I don't know, popular but more common. common, and so yeah. there's a lot more treatment for those. But yet there are so many rare types of cancer that the unfortunate people who have been diagnosed with those do not have as many options. And it's crazy when you look at you know treatments that have come out and sometimes they haven't been updated for 40 years. Well, I'm thinking even diseases like Alzheimer's, which is different, mm-hmm. obviously, but that is I know. A disease which has needs a lot of research. Yes. It's hard to find. Mm-hmm. Especially because the process is so long. Can you talk about what you know about the process? The process of? Like finding these things out or even making medications, how long that kind of takes. It takes a long time because what works for one person might not work for another. So you're trying to help the most people as you can doing one thing. But like not one medication or not one treatment plan is going to help every single person who is struggling with the same disease because it's so different in every in everyone that it affects. For sure. And then you have to go through human trials. Well, first of all, just regular trials and human trials. Yeah. So it's definitely a long process. So it's not for lack of research, but sometimes it just is so time-consuming. It is because even before you even, like, start, like, physically trying to come up with, like, a cure, you have to research what people have already done, what worked for them, what mm-hmm. didn't, and then kind of get your ideas and go from there. So there's a lot of like before steps that go into it. Yeah. And it does seem like something that can be a dedication period of a lifetime because you're looking at your life already. The time you've spent in school, just in general, from preschool to now, okay, you're already building that skill. And now you're in college mm-hmm. and you're specifically majoring in something. And then years down the line, you know, if you do have a breakthrough, I hope you do. I think I, honestly, hope, I hope I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like something that would be so rewarding, I feel like. Oh, totally. It'll just kind of be like, It'll kind of prove that what I'm doing is worth it. For sure. So when you think of engineering, was that 
vein a no-brainer for you? Were you thinking of like doing something more biochem when you were considering your major? Um, so usually like when you go into a major like I'm doing or like nursing pre-med, like you know when you're like seven years old. Like you know for a while. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't decide until end of my junior year of high school, beginning of my senior year, that that's what I wanted to do. I don't know, though. I don't think that necessarily is the common story. I think that's what you hear. Oh, I always wanted to be a nurse. I always wanted to be a doctor. But maybe that happens more organically for some people. But these, like, decisions, like, you don't just decide to be a nurse, like, out of nowhere. Like, it, it takes true. time and thought. Um, and for me, like, I knew that I have the skills and, like, ability and personality to help people. Mm-hmm. But I in, like, the healthcare field. But I knew, sure. like... A doctor and nurse, like, I knew that wasn't for me. I knew I could not have, like, a long-term um, job um, or profession in that way. So um, I researched other ways that I could be part of the health care system while taking more of, like, a backseat approach rather than, like, the um, front lines of, like, actually working one-on-one with patients. Yes, that's true because that's a whole other aspect of, you know – patient and doctor care or you know the way that there's that interaction meeting that patient where they are but they're also using the whole host of resources that you have been providing yeah so yeah it really you do play into each other because then you're getting feedback from them and then they're using what mm-hmm. you're giving them so wow that's incredible so <laughs> let's let's dive into more of you decide this in your junior year where did okay. this come from did you have a vision of what you wanted to be your whole life you were never sure no i funny story <laughs> i actually wanted to be a teacher for the longest time and okay. then because I wanted to be a second grade teacher, I loved my second grade teacher. Like I was like, I want to be her oh, when so I, I grow up. <laughs> I mean, you're going so big and that you're going to be so successful. But yeah. even still, I feel like you as a second grade teacher, I could envision it. I, but then like my priorities change. Right. Dealing with kids on the daily, not for me. <laughs> that definitely was more apparent as I got older. So um, then I pivoted to the healthcare system and how I can jump into that. Yeah. So was it something that you were just, you gradually led to by process of elimination? Was it something that you sparked something and you saw something? Um, it was actually, this is, it's, it's such a lame story. Like no. everyone thinks that I should have like some, no, like amazing, like have to. awakening of why I chose this, but it was either junior or senior year. Again, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during, like, the Zoom period, like, half oh. hybrid, half, yes. or, like, all hybrid or, like, half in person, half out. Um, and there was, they were doing, like, my school puts on uh, where different, like, professions and, like, people who've graduated from the school come back and talk about what they did. Like and, career like, day. Kind of. But, okay. like, every month or so there was a new person, new career. Oh, wow. So they had an engineering day. And I was like. I know, like I'm never going to be an engineer. They like build mm-hmm. cars and stuff. Like that's that's not for me. But then I went on that Zoom, and there were three out of the four um, people on that Zoom. They were like young too. They were in their like 20s or like late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. And three out of the four of them were biomedical engineers. And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. No one knows it's a thing because no one. Well, I've heard of it before. But... I have never heard of it <laughs> until it was like presented to me but mm-hmm. I was like there's so many different types of engineering mm-hmm. and there's so many like ways I can put my creative thinking skills like to use so I was like I'll look into it and then I looked into it and I was like all right this is it like I've decided this is what I want to do 
That's so, so cool, though. Yeah, it was like it was like an hour, like an hour Zoom, and I was like, "Yep, that's what I'm doing with the rest of my life." Like it's decided. No, I think that that's awesome, and I think that is more common than you would think. I think you know the sensationalized story is I've known what I want to do my whole life, and I've found it, and this is it, and I'm sticking to it, and never changing my mind. But that can also be something that's trapping. Like you thought of it when you were seven, and now you're basically committed to it mm-hmm. without fully thinking it, thinking through it, committing all your op- thinking through all of your options. And now, for you, you've thought through everything, and you really just arrived at that naturally. So I think that's healthy. Yeah, I think it is, but it is also surprising in my like in my mm-hmm. mind. Usually, you know, I'm going to. And I'm, I have an engineering brain, like, that's what I want to do. I don't know. I don't know about the word usually. I think that maybe, like I said, it's just the stories that you hear that are sensationalized. But I think you'd be surprised at the people who are like you. And maybe somebody maybe. is like, no, I agree with that. Because think about how many people go to college and they don't even know what they want to do. So That is true. And it's tough when you're in your position because if you have a major, that's 136. Did I get that right? 136, seven. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 137. But yeah, well, you have to know that you can't just jump into that your junior year. That's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like people who are undecided now, like have a lot of respect for you. Like that's a lot of courage to go into college and say I'm going to figure it out. Right. Um. But like, you miss like a semester. It is. Obviously, it is very possible. You can do an accelerated program. But it's really, I would find it very difficult to be far, to be behind because you would be behind. Because mm-hmm. usually a lot of majors, like I know nursing starts off with a good amount of Magis Core their first year. Mm-hmm. Where I've taken one Magis Core class in two semesters. The rest have been major specific. So it is possible to make it up. I just, it is definitely something you should think about. Yeah. And, I mean, there's always people who reroute their life path. Mm-hmm. And they could be that second grade teacher. And they're like, no, I want to be an engineer yeah. at age 35. And then they go back to school. So Very possible. Yeah. that There's a lot of options. But I think for me, thinking through my college journey, and I have been through a lot of tours and had a lot of conversations <laughs> with admissions people. And they always say that we're educating your children or you for a job that doesn't exist yet. They say that a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, we don't know what jobs there's going to be in 2026, 2027. You know, and we're just preparing for that. I mean, the, look how much the world changed the past three years. We're coming up on three years since 2020, March 2020, with the COVID-19 pandemic. And our world has, it's never going to be the same. No, I don't, I don't think it will ever be the same. And so looking forward, you never know what's going to happen. We still have three and a half years here. And then True. we're going to be looking for jobs that, you know, have been altered already so much. Mm-hmm. And how much more will they be? We don't know. True. So I think that the fact that you're investing in yourself and education, armoring yourself with all <laughs> of this knowledge, you are going to be so prepared to do so much good in the world. I hope so. That's that's the that's the plan. Yeah, that's very commendable. So thank you for sharing all of that. Um, however, I do want to also talk about a little something special that you have going on right now is the fact that you are a freshman and you are working with a grad student on a project or research project yes on his thesis wow so can you what is his thesis um his i'm gonna say a lot of words it's okay and let it out yeah basically there are these sheets called single walled carbon nanotubes okay the um they're 
multi-purpose. They're used for so many different things. Um, and usually for them to be used properly, they have to be diffused through water. Mm-hmm. Now, these when it's diffused through water, usually um, chemicals need to help it with the diffusion because it's usually the um, carbon nanotubes clump together and like don't make it through the diffusion diffusion prop, um, process properly. But um, Jack is his name. Jack's thesis is basically how to get these single-walled carbon nanotubes to diffuse through water without the use of chemicals because these chemicals usually um, alter the genetic makeup of the nanotubes. So we're working on um, different uh, ways to get it through, to get it to fuse through the water. And our main goal is sound waves right now is how. Wow, that's really To make sure it doesn't come together and like to break them up a little bit. Wow. So how did you, I mean, obviously you're amazing and I (laughs) would never put it past you, but a lot of times you hear about this type of thing and you're a freshman. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is pretty, um, pretty unheard of. Which is why I'm like still in shock that it's happening. <laughs> um, but it was one day in um, it was like October or something when mm-hmm. we first got here. It was a long day. I'm not even gonna lie. I was taking a nap and I never take naps, so I was very tired. And there was a Zoom for research for like STEM research. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't even have to pay attention. Like, I'm just gonna go on so they know I'm interested. And my current engineering professor was on. And he's like, Kylie, like, what do you want to do? Like, what's the goal in life? And I was like, oh, I want to do research with cells. He's like, I have someone for you. Like, meet with me and I, wow. I have a project you can work on. He's like, I see that. I see something that will. I see something in you that you will move far with this. So I met with a grad student. First one failed. Didn't It didn't happen. Um, but second semester, like a day or two after I got back, the same professor is like, hey, I have someone else. Come meet. And that meeting was on a Friday. I started Wednesday. That's incredible. So it was like a weird turn of events, but it's just aligning yourself with the right people at the right time. Yeah. I mean, I think to an extent you really can't plan for that. No, it was it was not plans at all. It sounds like an opportunity that you were granted, but yet you had the courage to say yes, which I think is also something that you have to give yourself credit for. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people who be like, I'm just a freshman, you know, I, I, I'm still trying to get, get my bearings. I don't even know what I know. And you were like, no, I'm going to go for this. And I think that's going to benefit you so much. Yeah, I really went in with zero knowledge on this subject. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, how else am I going to learn? Like, I just have to jump in and set myself up for success. So For sure. That's what I did. I'm still faking it till I make it until I fully, truly learn what I'm doing. But we're getting, we're getting a little more knowledgeable every day. So That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that will apply to your courses later on. Yeah, it definitely will. It definitely will help me. Well, not to get too existential about it, but that's kind of what I do. <laughs> and basically, I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, you never really regret the things that you did. You regret the things that you didn't do. That's very true. So what's the worst that would have happened is, you know, what it didn't work out. and But then you would still take that experience and it would help you with the next thing. Yeah. Whereas if you didn't do it, you'd be sitting here going, oh, man, I have this a little bit of free time. I could have been doing, you know, and you just didn't even let that be an option. Yeah, I was. So it's so out of my comfort zone. I was like, you know what, like, I, I just got to suck it up. Like, just do it. You know, you're never really going to know Well, I hear if you I say like that it. a lot, though. I hear you say, oh, this is out of my comfort zone. But yet, you're still, like, you're not letting that stop you. You're going for things. Because if I stayed in my comfort zone, like, there was, there would be literally nothing that I would do. Like, I, I would not be doing much. So you just got to suck it up sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting how many times 
there's experiences in life where you're like, I really just don't want to do that or I really don't want to mm-hmm. go to this. And then afterwards, you're just glad that you did. Yeah. So. Or you were like, man, I was right. But still, That's you still true. went. You still went. That's and true. you proved to yourself that you could do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is something to be said for trusting your intuition. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah, I think we all need to be more comfortable with the uncomfortable. Oh, that was good. Thank you. That was a good Thank one. <laughs> just using my radio show host <laughs> expertise. So... Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I'm just honestly amazed because I think that's just so beyond my capabilities. I mean, okay, not to be negative. I can do anything you set my mind to. Anybody listening, you can do anything you set your mind to. Agreed. But there's just certain paths that people take that I'm like, man, that is just so not what I'm passionate about. That's not what I'm into. Mm -hmm. But yet, if people like you did not exist, where would we be? Where would modern medicine be? We would all be in caveman times. That is true. But we do need... We need people with every set of skill to actually, like, That's true. make the world work. We need, like, the creative people. We need the people who are, like, strong writers and readers. Like, we need the mathematicians. Because, like, if we just have all people that are, like, that have my set of skills, everyone's going to be doing the same thing. And it's, like, not going to be very interesting. That's a really good perspective. Because we look at the world as a whole and you just have to follow the path that is driving you, that you're meant to, and do the best that you can do, and that will benefit the world in yeah. honestly shocking ways. So the fact that you're following your path or that inner, just the thing that's driving you forward, I can just literally see it. It's almost like <laughs> there's like a string pulling you forward, and Kylie's like, all right, I'm just going to follow gonna, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to let it pull me along. Yeah, but you're not, you're not pushing back, which is really, a lot of people do, so. yeah. But you're not going to get very far if you do that. So that's amazing. Okay. So <laughs> I want to know why, you know, you decided on biomed engineering. Okay. Yes. And you're like, I'm going to do it at Fairfield University. Why? Yes. <laughs> um, many, many reasons. First of all, like we talked about before how the program is so small. Mm-hmm. If I was in a bigger program, there's no way that professor would have found me and like found my set of skills and like my drive because I would have just been like a number but like that's so true one out of a hundred is so much different than one out of eight right so I like have more people to support me and more opportunities because there is less competition so that is one reason why I ended up here yeah I've never even thought of that because usually I hear people saying I want to go where there's a strong program where there's a lot of people like me but that is something that I've never heard of but yet has benefited you clearly so much already. already yeah like it's different for every for every school, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, every major. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a nursing major, you don't want there to be five other nurses. Right. Like, you need a program that's going to set you up to go in the field right away. Mm-hmm. Where, like, my program, I have so many, like, professors here in the School of Engineering that are teaching while also currently doing research. Like, they're mm-hmm. cur- they currently have their own projects while also teaching. So, like, I get, like, the life experience while also getting, like, the classroom experience from the same people. And I think that's really helpful. For sure, because they're also inserting what they're working on, real-life things. Yeah. And for your major, you're basically gaining a whole wide set of skills. Not that you're going to use every single one that you're getting, but so that whatever you do choose, you'll have enough knowledge to apply to that. So with your major, I think that there's people who are going to be doing drastically different things from each other. Oh, in where definitely. You are. So the fact that you stand out and he knows that your, or your professor knew that, okay, I want to work with cells, and mm-hmm. th- he had somebody. Yeah, it, that's so crazy to me because, like, I, it was October, right? Like, I had the class two times a week. Like, it was right. 9.30 in the morning, 
There, I do not think that I stuck out among a room of like 20 other engineering majors, but I don't know. I guess I did. But you went to that extra event. You I put did. yourself out there, and I think that if you didn't even do that, you probably wouldn't have been on his radar. Oh, but, probably not at all, no. So, so it's still I, you actively doing that yeah. extra thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I woke up from my nap, because I would not <laughs> be where I was right now if I didn't. Well, I just envisioned you being that grad student one day, being like taking on somebody else and yeah. helping them on their journey. But another thing about this program is that like, I don't need to go to grad school to get a job. Mm. I know a lot of people who got a job, like, they graduated in May, they're working by June with my wow. major at this school. So, like, it just depends on what you want to do. Like, yes, I could be a grad student. I don't see myself on that path yet, but it mm. still could change. That's that's so fascinating. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So you're honestly, I can see you as a person who's like, I'm ready to go start the world today. I feel like that is going to be me. Like, I'm just going to be ready to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. And yeah, and there's also opportunities where you can go back to grad school later on or be like your professors. Like, instead of teaching, you could be in school also researching. Yeah. Possibilities are really endless. They are. But another good thing about getting a job um, in engineering right after you graduate is mm-hmm. a lot of them pay for your grad schooling. Oh, okay. So if you're working and at school, you know, there's kind of a... That's so true. There's kind of a plus. For sure. So your whole thing was... Let me just recap. Let me yes. know if I'm missing anything. Yes, please do. Smaller program, best place for you to shine, and also great way for you to get a job right after the four years. Exactly. That's awesome. That was. That's why I'm here. That's good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, honestly, sometimes it does boil down to certain things when you're comparing where you got in and all this stuff, but I'm always fascinated with people, and I think that you definitely made the right choice based off of uh Yeah, I, I feel that way very often, even though it's, like, it's tough. There's a lot of social aspects of the school that I feel like can be stumbling blocks. Yes. So it's tough because we are here 24-7. We are. And I am not afraid to speak the truth on WBOF, so don't be afraid to do that either. (laughs) (laughs) The university hasn't come for me yet, so we're going to keep going until I'm (laughs) Give it some time. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Okay. So that was amazing. But let's talk more about just the essence of Kylie, because I feel like we've gotten a lot about your, you know, your career path, and that's awesome, and you're going to be an excellent professional one day. Oh, why, thank you. But what do you do when it's Kylie off the clock, like when you're just, you know, have free time to yourself? Not that you have much of it, because I don't want to insinuate that. Yeah, I definitely don't, but I think it is good for me to keep busy. But that's besides the point. Um, in my free time, I... All of my friends, was, I love, like, going for walks. Mm. Like, if you have, like, 30 minutes, it's nice out. Like, might as well go take a walk. Um, I call my family all the time. I know a lot of college students shouldn't do that, but I love talking I to them. they shouldn't. Well, <laughs> the whole point of college is to cut the cord a little bit. But that's, I don't know. I just, it brings me joy to talk to them. So it's like, might as well give them a call, even if it's, like, Famous 10 minutes. forever. Come on. <laughs> um, that's beautiful. Yeah. I definitely encourage that for other people because you know what? You never know what life, what direction life will go in. You never know what's going to happen. So why wait until, oh, after I'm graduated, then I can reconnect because you might not have that time. Very true. So, so walks, talking with the family. Yep. That sounds awesome. What do you, what do you do for Kylie when you're just, I don't know, maybe you're like, I need to do something for myself. I'm not okay right now. What do you do for yourself? Hmm. I honestly just like to sit in my bed and watch Netflix or oh. TV or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah. if I don't want to be around people, 
then I'm just going to put my AirPods in and kind of zone out. No, yeah, that's totally understandable. I think that's a lot of people, too. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I literally read something at one point where TV was, like, the quickest thing to make people happy or something, turning it on. Interesting. Just, yeah, and I think that's amazing because, you know, everything in moderation, of course, there's people who are probably spend too much time on their screens. But at the same time, if there's something that you can do to flick something on and instantly you get feel-good hormones running through <laughs> your brain, I mean, so what shows do you like to watch? Um... I've loved all like the sitcoms, like mm. the twenty-minute episode, like just comedy shows. Just... Are we thinking like The Office, Parks and Rec? What the, the Office, Friends, Modern Family, The mm-hmm. Goldbergs, like all of that, just like kind of like silly humor, but mm-hmm. just things that like quick laughs, like that's. Sure. And you're not going to be sitting there for forty-five, fifty minutes. Yeah. No. But then I good. I do love a good medical show. Okay. Are we talking Grey's Anatomy? We're talking all of the medical shows. Um, what's the one people are talking about? New Amsterdam? Yes. In the process of watching that now. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I just can't get past the fake guts. Like, it's just, just, please, I don't really want to say that. Makes sense. I mean, that's just my hindrance. But at the same time, like, somebody in your field that <laughs> you're just like, mm, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just there for the drama. Okay. There's a heart on the table. We're good yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Is there anything that, you know, you did in high school that you were super passionate about and you're trying to figure out how it fits into college life? Um, I did a ton of leadership opportunities, mm. service projects, all stuff like that in high school, which I'm working on getting that implemented into college, but it's a little tougher than it is in high school. Yeah. Well, especially as a freshman. So give yeah. yourself some grace there. Um, I did that and I ran a lot. In mm. high school. It was like a... It you wasn't like... What? We were on a team. Yeah, I was on the track team. And it wasn't like, man, I'm going to run and I'm going to be the fastest person on this field. Like, no. Like, no, I was I like, like I'm high school sports aren't like I'm going to hang out with my friends and Aww. we're going to exercise at the same time. Like, that was that was my reason for being there. Like, I know That's I wasn't amazing. very good, but like, it was like it, every single day I knew it was designated time for me to be with my friends. So that's why yeah. I liked it. And endorphins. I mean... Let's oh, yep. It's very good power. for you. Yeah. So how are you, I guess, trying to find that leadership running role? Like, is it you found it to be difficult? Why have you found it to be difficult? Um, because my schedule is so demanding. Mm-hmm. It's like classes all day and then work all night. And then the time you get off, you want to spend doing nothing because sure. you're either on 100% or you're off. So totally get that. So I think... When I'm already around you, you do take on a leadership role. You're definitely someone who can take charge in situations <laughs> or has no problem, in my opinion, saying how you feel. And I think that's really, really commendable. So it doesn't have to always be, okay, I'm going to be leading this conference or club meeting or event. You know? No, yeah. It definitely, it, leadership definitely comes in so many different forms and so many different places. Yeah. And I think also, talk, going back to running you know, in a high school team setting, that can be something that's so demanding and oftentimes unrealistic to continue in day-to-day life, especially as an adult. Oh, yeah. So for me, I just think of, you know, when I can, I do, and I take the win. That, you know is, what I mean? that is very true. <laughs> you can find the time you celebrate. And you sound amazing to the point of, I have 10 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour. Let me just go for a walk. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah. so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> well, you've made it easy. I think that a lot of people would argue that it's not as easy as you make it sound. It's just become ingrained in you. Yeah, but if you have 10 minutes, like, what are you going to do? You could either, like... I mean, you could scroll on Sit TikTok. and scroll? I mean, You're like, hmm, I'm going to get some fresh air. Wow, that's really positive. Yeah. That's well, it depends on the day, because that's not always... Yeah. yeah. You know, there's some days where you're just going to sit and scroll, but... Or it's negative three degrees outside. That's, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> um, what I want to know is, okay, you're living your adult life, you know, get your dream job, whatever. Yep. You seem like the type of person I could see traveling the world. I don't know. I just, I want to know where you would go first on your list. First on my list. Well, um, I was supposed to go to Paris, but then COVID happened and that trip Ugh. got canceled. So that's probably number one on my list. Um, but I would love to go to Australia. The snakes? The wildlife would be so cool. Girl, there's like all the deadly snakes in the world living in Australia. Yeah, but like, if, I, I, I don't know. You see like the kangaroos? Shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that'd be so cool. I'd go to New Zealand, but I don't know New about Zealand? Australia. Isn't that the same thing, basically? I don't know. It feels different to me. I really think it's the same thing. <laughs> it sounds more spunky, and their accents are a little cooler. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. It's all about the accents. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that is quite the far plane ride, so. I know. That yeah. is the downfall, but you'll once you're there, it's worth it. But if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I don't know. I honestly would just like to live close to my family. I don't mm-hmm. care like if that's Massachusetts and it's Massachusetts, but yeah. Weather-wise, I think I will see myself moving to um, South Carolina someday. Okay. Like gra- like retired like old me is going to be in South Carolina. I could see you in a rocking chair on the porch. I could too. <laughs> If you like go for a walk around the neighborhood, come back in the rocking chair, watch other people on their walks, yep. pour yourself some sweet tea or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so cute. I love that. Because, I mean, obviously you didn't really have a choice where you grew up because, you know, you're a kid. That's true. But it sounds like, you know, there's no animosity harbored there. No, no. I liked where I grew up. Maybe not the town because definitely was not for me. But Was it too small? Was no, it-, it was just like... Everyone was trying to one-up each other all the time. It was, like, one of those towns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know a thing or two about that. (laughs) It's like, all right, like, why can't we just all, like... Yeah, especially because you went to a competitive high school. Yeah, I did. So, for those that don't know, your high school was not the traditional public high school of your town. I went to a private school in um, a different town for high school. Which you have to test. Yeah, you have to test into, interview into, recommendation letter into. Like, it was application. It was, yeah, it was intense. Um, But I I am so happy that I went there. Do you think that, to some extent, maybe that helped you be removed from the situation in your town, like your public school would have been? Or it was that a lot of kids still went to this other high school? It wasn't that I didn't, like, I liked my town. It's just, like, I didn't have, like, friends in my town, like. I had, like, one friend, but she was, like, on the opposite side of town. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my high school, it was, like, it wasn't, like, clicky, like most high schools were. Like, you think, like, high school, like, oh, like, mm. you're the jocks, you're the theater. Like, you know, like, that's, like, the stereotypical high school. But it wasn't that much like it at my high school. It was just, like, academically, it was very, um, very competitive. 
everyone's a nerd. Everybody wants to go to the Ivies type deal. Yeah, everyone thinks they're like the smartest person on the planet. Like, yeah, yeah, that's tough. I think there's space for all of us. Oh, agreed. I did do well in that environment, though. Yeah, I think there's something to be said, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I know I thrive when the person next to me is doing better because it pushes me to do better. Yeah. So that's something that I've <clears throat> low-key been having struggle with here because I am just haven't been motivated. Oh, I see. But I'm also not in the school of engineering. <laughs> so I like we're not classmates. I feel like if we were, you know what I mean, I would be more motivated. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's my own problem. This is about you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that the atmosphere... Do you like it better here in the School of Engineering versus that high school experience or miss it? Um, I miss parts of it. Mm-hmm. I had the most amazing friends in high school. Um, That's wonderful. I did. I really I really got so lucky because everyone talks about their high school experience. And they're like, oh, yeah, like my friends weren't the best. But I like I know I'll be I know I'll be at these girls weddings. Like it was it was Aww, good. That's beautiful. Um, but here it's like. Everyone else in the school of engineering, at least, like everyone's struggling. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why am I going to push someone down when they're already like at rock bottom? Like, let, let, let me just like help them, yeah, help them sure. build themselves up. And especially like you said, there's room for everybody here. Yeah. So everybody will have their own specialty. And I mean, what are the chances that somebody's a biomedical engineering major here, and then on top of that, wants to do the specific thing in the field that you do? Yeah, that's pretty low. So that's really cool. So. Your town was just, you know, like you're saying, a little bit competitive in a way that wasn't very hospitable. But otherwise, you know, the snow doesn't bother you. No, I my family is a huge family of skiers. Yes. Every single weekend, every single winter for the past like 11 years. Wow. That's so, amazing. yeah. So the snow was very much welcomed. OK, well, we would, we would not have that. In, maybe it could be like a snowbird. I'm saying like you wouldn't have that in South Carolina. No. So. But then I could just, like, take trips. Yeah. Like, some people live, um, like, in the summers. Yeah. Well, I guess that wouldn't work out either because it wouldn't be snowy. But, like, if you move to Mass in the summers. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure you would figure it out. I'd figure it out. I'm not worried. Engineer yourself one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I I had a question here that I just, I don't know. I feel inclined to ask you this, but it's kind of putting you on the spot. So let me know if it's too hard to think of. Okay. But I just want to know something recent that you did to surprise yourself. Um, coming here? Really? Really. This is not my my area of expertise. Well, I think you're doing very well. Thank and you. I think the three listeners would agree. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, no, yeah. If I did think of the most recent thing that surprised me, it would be um, coming here and... I mean, talking that is pretty recent for now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. sitting and talking for a long time is not my thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to diss my listeners because they, I love them. It's just I can't imagine anybody that listening to me. I don't. That's my own issue. Because <laughs> you, you are a listener yourself, right here. I, I do listen. I know you guys tell like people who tell me who have listened are people who have been on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally only see you in isolation when you're on the show. I'm like, I don't, like, if I was talking to somebody else, like, say, last week was Alexa, mm-hmm. I wasn't visualizing you listening to the show. I was listening. I was sitting, like, ten feet away. That's so funny. Wow. So, do you feel that being on the podcast now would enable you to come on and again? <laughs> oh, um, maybe. 
I don't know how many people would want to listen to me for two hours. Oh my gosh, um, I mean, if people can listen to me <laughs> going on, what is this, the 15th? No, 10, 30, this is like the 14th episode, I want to say. Crazy. 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 Mm-hmm. I was here for the first one. You were. The British accent. I was here for all of it. <laughs> That's really when you know. Because that was the episode that was lost to the void forever. And nobody will ever hear it oh, again. Oh, I, I have it ingrained in my mind. I know it. Wow. I don't know where I come up with this stuff. I don't either, but it's very entertaining. Maybe I should do all my interviews in an accent. Mm. I'll try the New Zealand one. Oh, yeah? No, that one's really hard. No, it's... Yeah. I'm really not good at accents. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So... This is a segment that we haven't done in a really long time, and I've been really bad at it. And I should really try to make more of an effort of continuing my favorite segment on the show, which is not a psych major psychoanalysis. Ooh, yay. (laughs) And we had said that we were going to psychoanalyze something happening tonight, or maybe Mm -hmm. just a a topic in general. Yes. Which Um, is karaoke. And the fact that the class of 2026 is having a karaoke night. Tonight. Tonight, at like 7 o'clock or something. Should I go? Should I go? I don't know. Yes, you should. I don't know. But we need to psychoanalyze karaoke, karaoke night, why they're only having it for the class of 2026. What are Public your embarrassment. <laughs> they're putting us in our place. You think? Um, it's probably a tradition, but I really like... If, if this was at my high school, like there's no way freshman me would do it. Like senior me probably would. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's no way to be comfortable enough to come up here and do this. But I feel like, okay, when I read the situation, I was like, oh, no, it's class of 2026 karaoke night, but they're going to have a class of 2025, 2024, and 2023. No. Nope, it's a rite of passage. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's how I took it. Well, think about our college versus high school experiences, right? My grade that I'm in right now is bigger than the entire high school that I went to. So, of all the entire population. So, the statistical probability of people remembering you singing a song is probably not that high. Unless it was really bad, in which it'll be in their phones <laughs> as well as in their minds. I don't know about that, though. Mm. I don't know. Why not? Do you like to sing? No. Okay. See, no. that's the thing. I don't know. So, your your thoughts on it are cool that they're having it, but I would never do it. Or no. I would never do it. Mm-hmm. Like, how many people do we really think are going to be at this event tonight? Um, how big is our class? I want to say 1,200. Six? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, math major isn't, uh, well, math minor, <clears throat> sorry. Isn't that like a point zero zero zero? That's very 1%? small, yeah. <laughs> That's very small. I don't know. It just, it's like a Tuesday night. Like, it's just say. weird. Like, a Tuesday night. In the middle of the semester for one class. I don't know. It's just like. Mm. Well, it is a FUSA, Fair Food University Student Association event. So I don't know. Okay. Well, what's your go-to karaoke song, though? You don't sing karaoke. I don't even have a go-to. But I feel like people are like Britney Spears. I feel like people Mm -hmm. always say that's our go-to. If my friends were like, all right, Kylie, like, we're doing this song. I'd be like, okay. Okay. I I wouldn't pick the song, but. I would help sing along. Okay. Well, maybe you could do like an open mic rendition of what you're doing in your grad project. Oh, everyone would fall asleep really quickly. <laughs> Honestly, that's what we need on a Tuesday night. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, Kylie does have to go a little bit early today because she's hustling to class. So why don't you share with us what class that is? Um, I'm going to intro to programming. Oh, 
Yay. Programming what? Like computer programming? Yeah. Computer programming. Oh, so what are you doing in that class right now? Probably programming. Fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like what learning language the basis. are you doing? We're doing Java mm-hmm. um, on like like the Eclipse um, mm-hmm. software. Do you have co- experience with coding in the past? or um, I took an engineering class in high school and I did like a unit of coding. But okay. So yeah, so this is definitely very intro level. I mean, I'm not talking like an expert no. here. But yeah, it's definitely not my area of expertise. Yeah, but I do think that it's something that in this age, you know, it's literally speaking another language. <laughs> it, is. it is. That's why we're like going so slow. Because oh, 100%. we're still and learning. The way that people who are coders just, you know type out things or when they have to switch between java html you Mm -hmm. know like whatever script that they're using it's literally like code switching a language yeah when i'm it's tricky but it's very rewarding when you do it right that's so true especially because it does take something so long to work at it's like learning a language it's like when i'm in french class i'm thinking in french and then when somebody holds the door open for me i'm like merci and then i'm like oh sorry thank you (laughs) <laughs> not that I'm fluent in French by any means. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I'm glad that you're taking that course. It seems like something that will be beneficial to you. Yes. And, yes. You know, and even if you're just doing your own website, maybe you can be my website designer one day. For podcast? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can see it's going somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if our the website is, is too great at the moment, but... Yeah, I don't, you know, we're going to end a little bit early today. So is there anything that you want to share with the world? Nothing. Nothing. This is your time. I know. Any final thoughts? jump out of your comfort zone. It will pay off at some point. At some point? At some point. Sometimes (laughs) it's a fail, but sometimes it will really set you up. So when you leave the studio today, what do you think your thoughts are going to be? About the podcast? Yes. Or this experience. Um, I'm going to be like, wow, that went by quick. And then I think I'm going to think, like, wow, I was just on a podcast. And then I'm probably going to think, like, who who was listening? And then I'm probably just going to go to class and program. That's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> well, I am so grateful for you for coming on to the show. I think this is an excellent episode. I learned a lot. Oh, my gosh. You're so just knowledgeable. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of course. I just am always in awe that I can even find people who come on the show. The fact that I know anyone here. <laughs> I just, I'm like, what? I'll be walking down the quad one day, or not even one day, just in general. And I'll be like, oh, I did say hi to some people. Okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. This is just my ramblings at the end of the episode. But, I don't know. Thank you so much, Kylie, for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate I, it. Yeah. It was really, it was really a fun time. I think it was super chill. It was, you know. It was chill. I think a lot of people We'll take a lot, a lot from this conversation. Yeah, all the people who are listening. Yeah. Also, um, happy birthday to your sister. Is I that correct? Know. I was going to give her a little shout Caroline? out. Caroline. Yes. Happy birthday, Caroline. Caroline has turned seventeen. Wow. And she has received her driver's license <gasps> today. Oh my gosh! So it's a big day. It's a big birthday. It is a big birthday, and I'm so sad because it's my first birthday of her life that oh. I'm not with her. But it's okay. Maybe we- she could drive to come see you. <laughs> Wow, that would be a driver's lot. License. That would be a lot to ask of her, considering that she has school tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but happy birthday, sis! Um, next week is going to be our Valentine's episode. Ooh. So I, no, we're not doing anything special. No. I mean, it, other than the fact that it's Valentine's Day, and I'm having—I'll uh, leave it a surprise. But another special guest. I mean, every guest is special, but this guest I feel like will be 
extra special. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited to It'll listen. be Valentine's episode, but just so you guys know, I have no Valentine's. So if anybody wants to be a Valentine, put in the suggestion box on the webpage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for be supporting the show. Don't forget that stories are meant to be told. You're, what you have to say matters. And that's it. I'll see you next week. Bye for now, pals. It's Val signing off, and I'll see you next time. Bye.